1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The United Kingdom approves a COVID-19 vaccine. 2020 healthcare spending dropped about 2% from last year. And Medicare is out with final rules that expand telehealth coverage, adjust physician pay, and allow more outpatient procedures. It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, December 3rd, and I'm Alex Olkin with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. Wednesday, the United Kingdom approved the COVID-19 vaccine made by Pfizer and BioNTech, and distribution will start next week. While the U.K. is the first Western country to approve a vaccine, Russia and China have already done so, but they haven't waited for results from late-stage clinical trials. The U.K. is ahead of both the U.S. and other European countries in the approval. The news prompted the White House to summon the head of the FDA this week to discuss why the agency hasn't yet granted approval. Results from late-stage clinical trials show that the Pfizer vaccine is 95 percent effective. The U.K. has ordered 40 million doses, enough for 20 million people. Since the Pfizer vaccine has to be stored at incredibly cold temperatures, the first doses will go to large hospitals with adequate cold storage. National Health Service staff and nursing home workers will be the first to get the shots, followed by some elderly patients who can come to the hospital. Pfizer's CEO Albert Bourla said in a statement the company expects further decisions from across the globe in the coming days and weeks and is ready to deliver vaccine doses. Wednesday, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar, said he expects 100 million people could be vaccinated in the U.S. by March. Also on the COVID treatment front, CVS announced it will start giving COVID-19 positive patients with a high risk of severe disease or hospitalization Eli Lilly's monoclonal antibody treatment, either in their homes or long-term care facilities. The three-month 1,000-dose pilot is in seven cities, including Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, and Los Angeles, and will be carried out by CVS's infusion business called Quorum. The FDA gave emergency approval to Eli Lilly's treatment in early November, but the therapeutic, which is administered through an infusion, makes giving it to patients a little bit more complicated. While the vaccines and therapeutics are providing a light at the end of the COVID tunnel, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention director Robert Redfield said it's going to be a difficult and deadly winter.
0: But the reality is December and January and February are going to be rough times. I actually believe they're going to be the most difficult time in the public health history of this nation, uh, largely because of the stress that's going to put on our health care system.
1: The CDC recommended people not travel for the holidays, but if they do, the agency suggests getting tested up to three days before a trip and up to five days afterwards. The CDC also shortened the quarantine period for those who may have been exposed. Instead of two weeks, the agency now says those who don't have symptoms and get a negative test can quarantine for seven days or 10 days if they're not getting tested. The agency shortened the quarantine period in hopes of boosting compliance. This could also be helpful to hospitals who've had large numbers of healthcare workers exposed to the virus and shorter quarantines could allow them to return to work faster. Healthcare spending is down over 2% as compared to last year. That's according to data from the Peterson and Kaiser Family Foundation Health System Tracker. The pandemic surges and elective care shutdowns have led to volatile swings in healthcare spending, from large drops in the second quarter to rebounds in the third. It's not yet completely clear how much total 2020 healthcare spending will be down. But if this trend continues, it would be the first time since the 1960s that year over year healthcare spending has dropped. The biggest drop has been in ambulatory care settings. Outpatient spending is down 4.7% year to date. Spending in physicians' offices is down 4%, and inpatient spending has dropped 1.7%. The tracker also found that diagnostics like cancer screenings fell sharply, and that could impact downstream healthcare spending in the coming months and years. It's unclear to what extent healthcare spending could come back in 2021, and if utilization will ever fully return to pre pandemic levels. Total healthcare spending, including prescription drugs, has dropped by less. That's down about half a percent year to date. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services finalized some big changes starting in January 2021. First, the agency is getting rid of its inpatient-only procedure list. This means that Medicare will no longer only pay for certain surgeries if they're done in a hospital. Starting in 2021, CMS is removing close to 300 mostly musculoskeletal-related procedures from the list and will be phasing out the rest over the next three years. This could be a big boon for ambulatory surgery centers and other outpatient care settings as more procedures move outside the four walls of the hospital. CMS on Wednesday also finalized its physician fee schedule. The adjustments, which take effect next year, will increase pay to primary care physicians and some other medical specialties like rheumatologists, endocrinologists, and oncologists by up to 17% as a result of some changes to the evaluation and management services and codes. But because of budget neutrality requirements, this means that many specialists, especially surgeons, radiologists, and anesthesiologists, now face Medicare reimbursement cuts as high as 11 percent. Specialist groups criticize the cuts, saying they're dangerous and could hurt care delivery during a global pandemic. Now that the final rule is out, the only way to stop these cuts is legislation. There is a House bill, which would delay the cuts for two years, but it's not clear if the bill has a chance of moving forward before the end of 2020. CMS is also expanding telehealth coverage. Medicare will cover 60 more telehealth services beyond the public health emergency. But the agency's authority to extend telehealth coverage is limited, and Administrator Seema Verma called on Congress to take action. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, on the news of the United Kingdom's approval of the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine, shares of Pfizer were up 3.5 percent at the close of the market Wednesday, and shares of BioNTech were up 6.2 percent. The broader sector was up 0.80 percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
0: Hold up! What was that?